Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. Coach Michael Burt, Friday morning. Finally made it to my house in Florida after two or three grueling weeks. So I want to say, number one, thank you to all the people who I saw on the road. Thank you. I owe you. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for buying my book, Flip the Switch. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being committed. First step is showing up, guys. That's step one. It's not everything. It's not everything, but it's one of the first things. First step is showing up, okay? Now, today we're going to talk about one simple thing. This is out of, out of my new book, Flip the Switch, which I've been talking on around the country. And it is, uh, uh, somebody came up to me in California and asked me a simple question. And the question was, what is the difference between contentment and complacency? Good question. Uh, contentment is kind of an overall sense of, of, of satisfaction and happiness with where you are. <clears throat> Complacency is a gradual settling to a place of mediocrity. So let's put these into categories. Good morning, Mama. You got laziness, which is where you have really give up on your dreams or you don't know how to work hard. It was never instilled in you. What's up, Carrie? Laziness is, hey man, I've given up. I'm just gonna let myself go physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Man, I'm just, I'm lazy. So a lot of people are intellectually lazy. I don't wanna read a book. I don't wanna study. I don't wanna go to a workshop. I don't wanna listen to that dude. I don't wanna get better, okay? That's lazy. Lazy is basically saying, I've given up. Given up on how I look, given up on my dreams, given up on my hopes, given up on this. Right. That's really what lazy is. What's up, Jason Beatty? So so when you think about this, let's put lazy over in the category of I've given up. Let's put complacency in a category of I know how to win, Tony. I know what I got to do and I used to do it. But for some reason, I quit doing it. I have become complacent, which was a gradual settling to a place of mediocrity. OK, so when this woman uh, came up to me and she said, coach, you know, I know you're talking about complacency and where does contentment fall into this? I said, man, you can be completely happy with where you are, completely grateful for where you are, uh, be a totally appreciative for where you are and still have a desire to, to find another gear, to hit another level, to, to get it to the next place in your life. And to me, that is actually what activates your prey drive without anything to push toward in the future. There is no prey drive. So what you do, and this is what a lot of people do, man, they just settle. They settle for where they are. They settle for life. They settle for this. They settle for that. And they go, you know what? It's as good as it's going to get. I know I got hopes and dreams and goals. And I did have hopes and dreams and goals, but I've kind of given up on those things. So I can't answer this question for you about contentment. Um, I fully realize that 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 we're, we're taught, man, be grateful for what you have. And you should. But also the prey drive says, let's go get something else. Let's go pursue something. So all motivation starts with a, a wanting for something, a better life, a better house, a better future, uh, uh, more options. Okay. That's where the prey drive is initiated. And then only you can make up your mind. Okay. So, so here's what I would tell you. There's times in my life I become complacent. Okay, it's like I was doing something and I just, man, I got burned out of it or exhausted of it. And contrary to what some people say, I do believe there is a burnout, which is loss of all joy or passion for something. Okay, uh, what's up, Rocky? So, so, but I think you can get that back. 
think you can get that hunger back. So lazy, I've given up. Complacent, okay, I'm settling, right? And I guess the other one, contentment, is I'm happy. Don't mess with me, don't bother me, okay? Now, next Thursday to Saturday, I'm doing a concept called Purpose to Profit. How do you locate your skill? How do you use that skill to generate income, okay? And how do you ha go have a better life using your skill to help other people? Purpose to profit. Locate your purpose, convert it to profit. It's a three-day virtual with me, okay? I'll post the link if you guys want to get in that. It's my best-selling program. This is the third time I've done it. It's 3.0. I'm doing three full days, all right? And there's a lot of time, folks, for me to coach you. I think it's $67, $47.67. No. So, Purpose to Profit Live.com. I'll post it in the links if you want to come in. Get your purpose right. Get your profit right. Get your money right. Get your future right. Okay? Um, so, Tom, great question. Deserve what we settle or, or, or do we earn it? Yeah, I think, man, I think many times we just settle for what we got and we don't push. And we got to find a way to push. So, I got six couples down here at our couples retreat. I want to say thank you guys. God bless you. Everybody needs a coach in life. Let's make it a, let's make it a Friday finish. Thank God it's Friday. Friday finish, folks. Before I get started, there is one very important question I have to ask you. Coach Michael Burt, Monster Producer Academy CEO. He's a personal friend of mine. What good is it to have knowledge with no desire? What good is it to have desire with no skill? What good is it to have knowledge and skill with no confidence? A big part of activating your prey drive is finding and refining your talent. This is something that helps you get to the next place. People are made up of four parts, a body, a mind, a heart, and a spirit. You need to know you, and then you need to have an awareness, and sometimes you don't even know what you need. So all four parts of our nature have to be clicking. Your hard skill solves my problem. The bigger the problem, the more money people are paid to solve it. Everything is valuable to your future. What I'm really paying you for is your past. A monster producer combines multiple skills to dominate a market. When you get to wake up every day and do what you love doing, man, it is hard not to be motivated. They think at a higher ordinance than everybody else. They want to create new things. I have a conviction about me, and that's the conviction that you feel when I talk, when I speak. It comes across as passion. You got to learn how to connect to another person at such a deep level that it moves them. You have goals, you have targets, but you don't have a sense of urgency. They're going to exchange money, energy. They're going to raise capital. They're going to start new businesses. There's going to be joint ventures. I think your purpose finds you. It is activated. The word activate means to initiate. Discipline, which is a derivative of the word disciple, which means to give yourself to a person or cause you believe in. Do you believe in your future, yes or no? When we know better, we do better. Finding the problem that you are uniquely qualified to solve, and you don't know what problem you really solve for whom, then there is no big financial exchange right there. You should leave here thinking bigger today than when you came. And I want to shake your hand and look you in the eyeball when you make this decision. Thank you. We'll see you in the back. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Not long ago, we had a guy at our lodge named John Dorenboss, and I had never met John Dorenboss. I didn't know who John Dorenboss was, but my buddy, Dr. Elko, said, I want to bring uh, Dorenboss to your lodge, and you do some videos together and put a program together. And I said, sure. Scott shows up, and man, when he walks in the door, he is bold. And I couldn't figure out what it was about him that I really liked, but he was so confident. And I pulled him over to the side on one of the breaks when we were shooting video, and I said, man, what, what made you so bold? He said, when I was a kid, 
I watched my father come home one night and kill my mother. And I witnessed it. He said, when you see that and you learn to fight through that, he said, there ain't anything in life that you're afraid of. Doran Boss was a kicker in the NFL while simultaneously being on America's Got Talent. He would play all day long in camp from eight to five for the Philadelphia Eagles. He would get on a plane in Philadelphia and fly all the way to California to shoot the show America's Got Talent as a magician at night and fly all the way back to Philadelphia. And he did that during the whole shooting of the show. And he got to the very, very end of the show and he was about to win America's Got Talent, but, but, but he had a problem. And the problem was if he goes on the show for the very last show, he misses a game versus the Dallas Cowboys. And he said, I cannot sign the papers. Because if I play in a game, if I don't show up, it's a huge fine by NBC. He said, so I'm not going to sign the papers. So he goes back and he plays. He does not win America's Got Talent, although he had more votes than anybody has ever had on that show because of his boldness. Because he didn't go on the show, he, he went back to the Philadelphia Eagles. They actually traded him to another team. And while trading him, they made him do a physical. When they made him do a physical, they found out he had an aneurysm in his heart. He had a hole in his heart and he was about to die. Because he didn't sign the papers, because he didn't win America's Got Talent, because he went back to play for the Eagles, he had to go through the, everybody see that? And he said, I'm alive today because it all worked out the way it's supposed to be. And that is why I'm so bold. See, some of you are timid. You're telling me this program's changed my life. You're telling me this is, whew, they didn't tell me this is going to be this steep with these nice shoes on. I got to ease on down here. You can't wear them Ferragamis on that, on that slide right there. You see, you see, some of you have had the revelation, sudden dramatic moment, but you don't have the conviction you need. And you're afraid when you call a person to get them to take action because you're afraid of what they'll say. You're afraid they may reject you. You're going to find out today there is no such thing as rejection. Some will, some won't. So what? I'm only looking for people that are looking for me. I tell people I'm looking for Navy SEALs, not baby SEALs. <laughs> so I want to ask you a question when it comes to remarkable boldness. These, this is the language of pros. Look at this. Remarkably bold. I don't like just bold. I like remarkably bold. See, I look at everybody that sits up here on the front, everybody that's been on this stage. Guess what they all have in common? They're all bold. Yes or no? Yes. They're all bold. If you wanted to look at one characteristic of every person that is on this stage that is doing the best in this business, it is they all have a remarkable boldness. They are not afraid of anything.